Okay, welcome to an emergency recording of the Dell Show podcast with Michael Nietzsche. Uh, as soon as the game ended, pretty much, uh, Nietzsche sent me a text and said, we have to podcast. So uh, I had to work through a couple of things, but we're excited to give you this basically knee-jerk episode where we discuss uh, the Bills' win over New England and probably the, the previous three games as well. I'm sure we'll work their way into the conversation. So uh, without any further ado, Nietzsche, hey, what's up, man? Hey, Dal, how you doing, man? I'm glad we could finally do this. I, I did a podcast with someone last night, and I realized it had been almost a full calendar year uh, since the last one we did. So, I know. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, a, lot, a lot's happened since the last time we did one of these, me and you. Yeah, I, I can't even remember if the last one was more positive or negative in terms of its tone. but I think the, la- the last one may have been like post-Doug Marone, pre... It was, it's been a while. I don't think we've done one during the Rex Ryan Oh, no, years. we did. It was like last we October. Did? We did. We did. Oh, but, then it was probably somewhere in the middle of being happy and being a typical Bills fan reaction after something, I'm sure. <laughs> so, it was something. Speaking of a typical Bills fan reaction, what are your uh, immediate thoughts following this um, 16 nothing, nothing beatdown? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I, I think going into today – the narrative was it doesn't matter who New England has a quarterback because they you know twenty seven nothing against Houston a pl- who was a playoff team good defense they beat Miami they won Arizona I know those Garoppolo but still the narrative was it doesn't matter who's quarterback these are the Bills these are the Patriots Patriots are just going to win four and zero here comes Brady and onward but I don't I, I tweeted this and I'm going to tell you this so everybody can hear it I don't want to hear about a rookie quarterback third string winning or playing today because they were three and zero coming into this game and the bills absolutely pre- were prepared for him. When Rex Ryan said after the game, we knew who was starting. I think he, he was on to something because they had him dialed in. He got nothing going at all. And I was almost halfway through the first quarter Second quarter, I just knew that there was just no way the Patriots would win this game. You just tell by the flow of the game, they get nothing going, and the Bills just dialed in, and they just washed them. And it was fun to watch. It was a rela- the first relaxing Bills game I've watched in a while. I mean, that was nice to watch. Against New England. Midway through the second, qu- midway through the second quarter, you just knew nothing. They were not going to win. That New England was not going to win that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I found myself actually watching the clock all the way, like halfway through the second quarter. I was like, all right, just just tick down clock, tick down, because I just yeah. You get nervous because even you know I know normally it's Brady under center, but you know the, the Bills have been nine tenths of the way towards a win against that team enough times and and blew it right. So I just until it was done, like I didn't it, you know yeah. It, it, it was if, if that was overall, if that was Brady, if that was Garoppolo, I've probably been a little more nervous after Carpenter's missed field goal, thirteen nothing. Mm-hmm. But with that quarterback. Just no, I just knew like doesn't even matter. They, they could get nothing going, even on their first play when Elvin ripped off that ninety-yard run. I mean, Chris Hogan was holding from the snap, mm-hmm. and once Elvin ran by him, I just I'm like, oh, that's coming back. And I told one of my friends earlier, I, I called him after that play. I go, I don't know why the Bills players even chased him. It was so obvious that he was being that Gilmore was being, he got tackled, and that was the only play they got off. That was the only play that sprung for them was that ninety-yard. Uh, Elman run and they got called back. Mm-hmm. The, the Patriots had nothing today. They just they looked. They finally looked like a team that was starting a third string quarterback, and 
they ran into a team with a very good defense and an offensive game plan that finally is what we expected from them going into this season. That was how it should have looked in week one. That's how it should look against the Jets. It looked kind of like that last week, and then boom, this is what we're finally getting. So, Yeah, and uh, they get uh, Darius back next week. Yeah, exactly, and that's, that's another thing. The, the, the Patriots are missing Ninkovich, they're missing Brady, but the Bills are missing their two best players, Watkins and Darius, Shaq Lawson, Reggie Ragland. I mean, the Bills are missing a lot of of players too. So I don't want to hear from the Patriots fans about how oh, it was our third-string quarterback. Well, last week he was the hero, and he was the next coming, and it doesn't matter who the Patriots have. Well, boom, this is what happens. Now, of course, Brady comes back in a different story, but still, that, that's a big win for the Bills. That, that was huge. Yeah, that, that. it absolutely was. And it is it is fun, though. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been trolling Patriots fans for the past oh, couple yeah. hours on Twitter. It's been a, yeah. a blast. But yeah. um, it, it's, it's funny, though, because the whole – you know, everything that you heard them say, hey, it doesn't matter. You could put uh, Steve Grogan in there right. or Doug Flutie, and they're going to win. Yeah. And yeah. Sudden, all of a sudden, they start pulling these excuses out of their butts. But you know. Of course. it's Yeah. When they get beat like that, they're going to find the excuses. Well, now, now they use them as an excuse. Where last, last Thursday, you know, Friday or Friday morning, it was, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it does matter. You know, I – you haven't seen the Bills. Maybe it was you that tweeted this, or somebody alluded to it. Like you haven't seen the Bills apologizing for rolling out J.P. Lossman or Trent Edwards or right. You know, it's like yeah. yeah, okay, we we beat you with a subpar quarterback under center. Right. Yeah, we're good at that. We've been doing that for years. Like that's our wheelhouse. Right. So, well, you know, well, on the defense of that, I will say I will say this though: the Bills chose to put out Trent Edwards and J.P. Lossman. Oh, for the, sure. The Patriots. Sure. The Patriots. If Patriots had a choice. They would have rolled out Jacoby Brissett today, <laughs> but still, yeah. I mean, you, the Bills shouldn't apologize for the Bills didn't apologize, you know, in Week One for not having you know a healthy Sammy Watkins or Marcel Darius, and you know, or Week Two having the same thing with no Darius, no Watkins. So, you know, it, it, this is football. Injuries happen, and I know around here it's every time someone goes down, it's the end of the world. But if you look across the league, it's everybody. It's just, it's a injuries happen everywhere. It's just it happens all over the place, and it's, you got to deal with it. And the teams who overcome the attrition are the ones who are, will be successful. And Patriots are getting two guys back next week, so we'll see what happens there. But the Bills get their guy back next week, and, you know, Jack Lawson should be back after the Rams game or something, right, the 49ers game, one of those teams yeah, be back yeah, after that. So, so it's week six, seven is coming up. I mean, I, I can't believe that we're already a quarter of the way through the NFL season. I mean, the first quarter of the season is done. It's crazy how fast it's going, but yeah, Lawson will be back in a couple weeks, so. It just, yeah. I feel like it just started, you know. Yeah, it just started, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, Bills played two games in five days, and now here they are already four games in, and they're two and two, which where, if you if you told me they'd be two and two after these four games, I'd have been completely okay with it. Right, you figured they'd think be on the, a two-game skid right now, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't think it would be the, these two games that they'd win, but it's good to have that those these two games under their belt, which is, I mean, when they lost to the Jets, everybody just I I for one punched a minute. I'm like, there's no way. Oh, I, four. I was certain they that Rex Ryan was going to be fired in the next month, and they're probably going to zero and sixteen, one and fifteen. Yep. After, I was, I was so. What's the word I'm looking for? Worn. I was so yeah. worn. Just everybody was. You know, I, when I. Yeah, everybody was. I just felt like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> after, that, after, that, after that, I game. was at the 
Yeah, I was at the Jets game, and when I left the Jets game, I, I've been to a lot of games in that stadium, and I've seen a lot of bad losses. Now, granted, I wasn't at the Cowboys Monday night game or the Browns game Monday night game, but I've seen some bad losses there. And when I left that Jets game on Thursday night, people were just the drained. Just You can just tell they were over it. The woe is me. Here we go again. Season's over. When did the Sabres start? And Rex Ryan was already getting fired on you know Saturday because they fired Greg Roman on Friday. And then, oh, here comes Ryan's next. I honestly thought, I, I told you this, I think in text, I think I texted you this, that if they started 0-4, if they lost to Brissett today and went 0-4, that I didn't think Rex Ryan would survive tonight. I think the Pagulas would have just snapped and be like, you know what, this is it. But credit to him, two games in a row where he's the team's been well-prepared, well-coached, and two and two, and now they're going, they have two winnable, three winnable games coming up before they play New England again at home. So the Bills are, they set themselves up pretty nicely here to be five and two going into that, that, uh, that Patriots game. Uh, and and end of October, the day before Halloween. So, yeah. Ever since the schedule was released, that back end of the schedule is tough. So, I, yeah, I've been saying all off season, like they've got to win some games early on. Yes. So when they went zero and two, I yep. was pretty disappointed. But you know yep. they're two and two now, and they've you know if they can steal a few at the end there, and you don't know how things are going to play out. There's still an opportunity yeah. to make the postseason, but that's still a little ways out. But I guess they're currently in the hunt. You know they are. They're, they're, you're you're in it at two and two, and now with the Jets. Or it looks like they're coming. They're they've fallen back to earth a little bit. Miami is terrible. Miami stinks. Miami stinks out loud. And there is no. If the Bills lose that game in Miami, I'll be very upset because they, there's no reason for them to lose that game. Miami is terrible. Oh, the at, Jets yeah, are. That was they're, they're terrible. Oh my gosh, they're they're awful. I was actually and, starting to feel bad for some of the Miami fans I follow on on Twitter yeah. on Thursday night. Just like they want to just burn it down and and yeah, as they should, as they want, yeah, as, as they, they should as they because should, it's. Yeah. It's, it's just terrible. So the, the Bills have, I mean, the Rams game will be tough. I think the Bills will beat the Niners at home. I, they should have a problem there. And then that that game Miami is tough because now you have the following week is New England. But they set themselves up nice where they got, like you said, they have to get these wins in because then you got, you know, they're at Seattle, then Pittsburgh, and you got Cincinnati. Oakland is not going to be easy. So like you said, that back end is very tough. These two wins going in two and two to LA is is nice because this is where, I kind of figured they would be, but like we said, not the two wins that I thought. So, yeah, this is good. They were pronounced dead by everybody two weeks ago, and now here they are sitting in two and two. Yeah, so can't complain. You know, at this point, can't now, complain. You know, it's and it's funny too. Like I think I texted you this. I've sent it to a couple people. Like after the Jets game, I was like, I'm only selling hockey T-shirts the rest of the season. I'm done doing football <laughs> shirts. <laughs> there might be one or two more designs left in this season, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you can find something. Oh my gosh, it was it's been it's been a, a rough go for fans the past couple of weeks, but yeah, and uh, it, it started and, and this week, you know, as people know, follow me on Twitter and you do. My, my annoyance with Rex Ryan is tenfold because I mean, it's, this week started with you know imitating Belichick, prank calling, or yeah, you know, I want to prank like prank call, but he you know pranks yeah. Julian Edelman. Then the fight, the, the scuffle this morning, it really oh just set gosh. me off. That was, was so annoying. It was so terrible. And you see Aaron Williams pushing a coach, and Brissett is just running to the locker room. And they're, that just set me off. Like, why are you, why are you feeding the fire? Why are you poking mm-hmm. the bear? Mm-hmm. And then they answered it, and they totally just shut, shut him up. 
and that's why I was shocked. But this morning, I was like, I was, I had enough. I mean, yeah, I was pretty. I, I was. I think I, I tweeted something like, like um, the kickoff hasn't even started. I'm already losing my mind. It, it's, I was just so. Yeah. And I had myself worked up to the point like I was getting pretty jaded too. Overall, a couple weeks ago, I tweeted, "I've never heard of Jacoby Brissett, but I'm sure he's a future Hall of Famer because, of course, he is." <laughs> Right. You know, like, so, like, just the, yeah. the, the Patriots were wearing me down, and then for the Bills, and then all I could imagine was somebody mouthed off to one of the Bills right. players before the game, just getting it in their head, and yeah. like, this is like it, textbook stuff, boys, come on. this is like, Right, exactly, it's textbook stuff that they just, he, Brissette, he, he was just running to the locker room, and then Blanton pushes him, and it's like, what are you doing? Just let it go. Because mm-hmm. the only thing I thought in my mind was... I, th- I kept going back to week two last year when they played New England where they came out with, like, their hair was on fire. They couldn't calm themselves down, yeah. and they totally just lost it. That's what I was thinking today was, like, oh, here we go. Now with, you know, with the, the, the Rex Ryan with the, the pranks and the imi- the imitations and then fighting, and now they're just coming in too hyped up, but they were able to calm themselves and just totally just take control of that game from day, you know, from – from, from the kickoff, and it was great to see. Yeah, now, it was the f- should... first time for everything, so that was great with the Patriots. Yeah, and the, another thing was great to see that the Bills finally were able not only to dominate the game, but they were getting breaks from the – they were getting – not breaks from the officials, but calls that would have gone against them, they weren't getting, they weren't getting called. There was that uh, Zach Brown pushing um, Brissett out of bounds late. That could have been a late hit. That wasn't called. Gilmore interfered with Edelman, but the referees realized the Uncatchable pass, didn't throw the flags. There was a lot of things that could have that normally would have gone against Buffalo, didn't today, and that was nice to see. That was like, oh, okay, yeah. We're about referee conspiracies that people like to play with that game, and it was just nice to see that. So it was overdue. It was was overdue for the Bills. Way overdue. Way overdue. So yeah, absolutely. And so no apologies from this fan, you know, in terms no apologies from this fan. Yeah, no apologies (laughs) from me either. You know, I mean, was, look at it. It was a complete game plan. I thought they did a great job um, in terms of, you know, I, and I loved at the end. I, I, I don't know if I would have gone with LaShawn McCoy because they're just trying to run out the clock. But I love yeah. at the end it was just direct snap after direct snap. After, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, they just, all right, let's not get Tyrod hurt. I mean, I probably would yeah. put somebody different in there besides your $40 million running back. But, right. you know, yeah, exactly. You don't have to really I, I thought the game. I thought the game plan was great. I, I, I tweeted this um, during like, the middle of the second quarter. Like, this was the team, like, when I envisioned this team in June, this is what I was expecting to see. Like, ball control offense, controlled passing game, um, dominant defense, and whatever. And then, of course, Joe from Buffalo Wins tweets me and says, oh, you predicted me to go 6-10. and 10. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> but this is still, but still, this is what I envisioned them looking like. I mean, it doesn't mean that you can still win six games doing what they're doing. But, yeah, th- this is what... This is what the Bills should look like. Like yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that was the. This is the plan how it should look. And they still, you know, and they're going up against a team against the Rams where they can do that. They can run the ball, controlled passing, and their defense will obviously keep them in the game because their defense is light years from what it was last year. So yeah, I mean. So to finish up, I got a couple of questions I want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, the next week or two, but uh, so finishing up. Bills at Pats. What was your favorite play of the game? What do you think was the, the best, the best play that stood out to you in terms of uh, for? Oh, Buffalo? I think the to me the to me the the play that really stood the, the play that stood out to me was um, Patriots are driving into the red zone. It was 
10, 13 nothing, I think, 10 nothing, And the Patriots got a little bit of momentum. And Brissett's running. Looks like he's about to pick up first down or get him close to field goal range. And Zach Brown just stuffs him. What stuffs a game Brissett. that dude had, huh? Oh, my. He, he was all over the place. Like, they, they had no answer for him at all. He forces a fumble. And right there, it was like, that was probably, that you could have said right there, that was a knife. That yeah. was a final nail. Boom. Yeah. That, and there was nothing else. He was out of his mind today. I thought Jerry Hughes, he had a big sack, um, a 14-yard oh. uh, sack on. That was, that was fantastic. He was, yeah, he was all over the place, say, too. But that was probably my favorite play. The offense was very, I don't want to say, it, 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 it wasn't um, it wasn't bland, but it wasn't, you know, you're not going to remember this, remember this offensive game, you know, 10 weeks from now. What it was was efficient. Mm-hmm. It was you know, quick passes. It was using the running game. It was ball control. It was sustainable drives, which they didn't have against Baltimore, which they didn't have against the Jets. Mm-hmm. And, but I remember this game. On def- I mean, obviously, it's remember for defensively. They pitched the first shutout in New England since '93, first time they get shut out at home. Um, and so that play by Zach Brown really just killed any momentum the Patriots had, and that was early. So that was big for me. That that, that was huge, huge. That was great. Yeah, what a, what yeah. a nice win. What, what, I mean, Twitter's going to be so much more bearable this week. So that's, that's, it is. that's good, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, and, uh, yeah, I've gone dark a couple times, which is rare for me this season already. So I'm, I'll, hopefully I, I'll, get, I'll be in a good mood all week. There's no Thursday game to piss me off, so I should be good for another six days. This is good. <laughs> so we'll see how they do in L.A. So, um, yeah. okay, so a couple quick questions really quick, and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, is Reggie Bush on the team this time tomorrow? No. I don't think so either. I mean, they're bringing back uh, Darius. They're bringing back Henderson. Why is who signed this guy? Like, wh- wh- I have no idea. I don't know what they thought they were getting in him, but against Baltimore, he looked lost. He barely played against the Jets. I think and... the most action he's got since he signed here was the three days that the Bills Twitter account just would not stop talking about him. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most action he got. Like, after that's that. the most action he got. He that's the most action he got. And I I actually tweeted. Yeah, I, I said once they once Jonathan Williams because what the Bills need is as an in between, in between the tackles runner. McCoy right. likes to bounce it out, but I think Gilsley, I think Jonathan Williams will, will give him that. But yeah, th- there's no need for Reggie Bush. And once Darius comes back, um, he'll, he'll be reinstated tomorrow. Henderson will be back tomorrow. I think Bush is definitely gone. There's just no, I mean, no question. Yeah, yes. it, was just such a, it was such an odd signing for me. Like they they cut Carlos and then they signed. Yeah, the exact opposite type of running back they just cut. Right, and I, I think that to me that was the Bills, that was the Bills um, biting their nose off to spite their face. I, I think they should not have cut Carlos Williams. I think they should have just let you know work with him. I, obviously, they're frustrated, but the guy scored nine touchdowns. He's a nine touchdowns, right? They, they were, those, those, those weren't all like, okay, it's the one-yard line. Give right. The big These are, those were nice touchdowns. Yeah. Like, those are nice touchdowns. I remember a lot of those in terms of highlights. Me like, too. That wheel route he had, that, that first or second Yeah, I guess the Jets. Had. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. And I, I think they should, have just, they should have worked with him. You could, they could have even shelved him for the season and just, you know, whatever. The, the cut him, I think, was just, like I said, biting their nose off to spite their face. Um, I know they had Jonathan Williams back there. I know they like Gillsley. But they could have found a roster spot for Carlos Williams. Um, yeah, he shouldn't have came in fat and whatever he was, the drugs, whatever. But the weed. But still, I mean, come on, that was ridiculous. And then the Reggie Bush signing just even was even more ridiculous of a signing. And now he'll be gone tomorrow. 
And I'm not sure who else they'll, they'll let go. I think they have to cut two guys. Um, it's not going to be that Michael Ola guy who they just they signed last mm-hmm. week because he, he's on the roster. And they, they need him for tackle for depth. I'm not sure who the other guy is going to be. Yeah, with the wide receiver um, core as 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 decimated as as it is, it's not going to be a wide receiber. Not actually wide receiver. And it's be interesting to see what what they move they make. But I can tell you for sure, one of them will definitely be Red, Reggie Bush. Yeah, I just can't see it. I can't. It I just, just seems yeah. like such a pointless signing. But yes. Um, okay, and then my next question is: Going into LA, uh, what are your thoughts uh, on that? They're they're going east to west, which is always better for them yep. going west to east. Right. Um, the Rams haven't looked like. Too garbagey, right? Wouldn't you say you know? the Rams are the Rams start <laughs> off a bad loss against San Fran, but they've played really well. Their defense is one hundred percent legit. I mean, they mm-hmm. they have um, a really really good defense. Um, the Bills haven't won in California since two thousand and four in oh. San, against San Francisco. And lastly, this is going to be a this is a tough spot for the Bills because now you're coming off an emotional big win. I, I say this is their biggest regular season win since 2011. Others say it was let, no first Green Bay, but whatever. So now you're coming off a big emotional win on the road against a divisional opponent. Now you're traveling west in, against in a non-conference game against a team who's pretty good. This is a tough game. I think they they can they win it. Of course they can win it, but it's not going to be. They're going to need to put easy. up more than 16 points. I think. Um. Yeah, they'll need, they'll need to put up um, way more than sixteen points. Yep, they'll have to score. They'll have to score in the high twenties, I think, to, to win this game because you know Rams. The Rams are good. They're not. They're not. You know, not great. You no, know, I think the whole league, top to bottom, is mediocre as hell. It's just it's a mediocre league, mm-hmm. and there's no great teams. So that's why this is a week to week league. But I think the Bills can definitely they can win it. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of what team is going to show up and. And, and and play. Is it going to be the one that played against the Jets, or is it the one that played we saw today? Yeah, it's, it's the one we saw today. It's going to be interesting to see um, what happens with Sammy Watkins if you know if he's out for the season. I'm guessing. I he's, think he's at they the very least just... he's out tomorrow or next week rather. You know? Oh, he's so, definitely out. To, he's definitely sure. out. So, yeah, I I think they need to shelf him for the year. Just 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 stop. Right, just stop. You know, just, just stop. Yeah, just so, have then, him get the surgery, put him on the on, on IR for the season, and. Just move on. He needs to be healthy. He's obviously not healthy. They mismanaged that injury. Another one they mismanaged. And I think they should just shelf him. Just cut your not cut not, not cut your losses. Just say, you know what? You need to get better. Take the surgery. We have an offense and a quarterback that can show today that they can utilize other receivers, utilize the tight ends, and I think they'll be fine without him. Um yeah, do they need him? Of course they do. But I think for the long term of this yeah, I think long term here. Get the surgery and just right, yeah. So shelve them. They, you just know, shelve them. That's keep going back, like I always do with his. You know, you pay two picks for the guy, but he's no good. What, you you did. Gonna, you're gonna use him at half speed his entire career here. Right. Or you just give him time. Yeah, like, bro, just go away for a while. Get get better. We'll see you in right. 2017. And exactly. Let's have your breakout year then. You know, we'll see up, 2017. I mean, Julio Jones had the same surgery in 2013. The following year, he came back. And he put up eighteen hundred yards. Today, yeah. Today he had three hundred yards receiving. So, I think that that surgery worked out for him pretty well. Des Bryant the same surgery. He came back from it solidly. Edelman had the surgery. He came back from it. I just think you just need to just okay. You know what, Sammy, take the surgery. We'll see in two thousand seventeen. 
Loss will be back at full, full boat next year, Ragland, and, you know, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Just don't even mess around here. Yeah. That's just my opinion, at least. So we'll see how it goes. So, like you said, yeah. I think the Bills can win next week. I think they're going to be all, all firing on all cylinders. Like you said before, it's a mediocre league. You always have to be firing all cylinders if you're going to win. Right. Um, the Absolutely. offense was, did not look fantastic today. They look they look serviceable. I thought Robert Woods it was had a efficient. Great game. It was it was efficient. It was efficient. Yeah, yeah. And they definitely went into like let's just finish this game out mode. I think like pretty early yeah, on. Cause, but, yeah, because they they knew they they knew their defense had it. The Patriots can do anything with the ball. Ah, can you imagine that, that one touchdown that Powell missed? Oh, that was rough. Right through his hands. Yeah, that was that sucked. That was yeah, that was tough. I remember but, that, but oh well. Yeah. They won, so who cares? <laughs> they won, who cares? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, if he catches that, I'm probably saying, oh, the offense was great. They put up 23 points and a shutout, so whatever. Yeah. But, um, all right, so uh, maybe we can even, if as schedules allow, I know we're going to get aggressive. I just, two episodes in a row now. Maybe we'll do one later this week, even before the game, because you know yeah. there's going to be drama between now and Friday. So Something's going to happen, yeah. Right. Over there, there's never a dull moment over there, that's for sure. No, for, I think they're making up for all those years in the mid-2000s where, like, just nothing was happening. So. Yeah, it, it seems like ever since ever since they let go of, uh, ever since they fired Changeli, something has been happening there. Like every every year, something big happens during the week. Something always happens over there. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see what yeah. happens, but maybe yeah. we'll talk later this week. But yeah, uh, for sure. Thanks for taking the quick time. Thanks for you absolutely know, chatting it up, and uh, yeah, we'll see where we go this week. All right, Dell. Talk to you later. All right, take care, man. Bye. All right, bye.